Hello fans. With reference to certain ill-informed comments made in episode 81 of Expand the Fandom podcast, ChronicleChamber.com wishes to advise listeners that Samuel J. McMillan, hereafter referred to as Sammy J, did originally join the Dynamic Marketing Fan Club. However, upon becoming dissatisfied with their offerings, Sammy J made contact with John Henderson and spoke to him personally, joining the Independent Phantom Fan Club of Australia. We at ChronicleChamber.com are aware that Sammy J has the documentation to prove these declarations and are recording this as our full retraction and correction of our ill-advised statements in episode 81 of Expand the Phantom podcast. Sammy J is a wonderful comedian with a treasure trove of unique stories and a reputation of supporting the Phantom and all like-minded Phantom fans and clubs. This reputation has to be protected. Sammy J is free of many treacheries that are commonplace around the comic world. That is why Sammy J has to have such strong protection. And Sammy J is just as unique, both warm and direct. When you disrespect Sammy J's Phantom reputation, he and his lawyers will tell you firmly. We are truly sorry that this reputation was besmirched in episode 81. Protecting his reputation is important. Declare everything honestly when you discuss Sammy J. Thanks. Five hundred years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty. And all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The Phantom! The ghost who walks! The Phantom! Enemies beware, the Phantom's always there, but you won't find the Phantom. He finds you. G'day everyone. For those who came in late, you're listening to Expand the Phantom Podcast. This is episode 82, and it's a bit of a new thing for us to do. Um, this is going to be a film, a Phantom film preview and review. We've not in um, three or four years of doing the podcast had the opportunity to do a film review. So very, very excited about this. Um, I'm Dan Fraser, obviously, and this tonight I am joined by Jermaine Parker. How are you, Jermaine? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Thank you for having us. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, scrap all the other news that we were going to discuss, and yeah, let's just get the exactly. good stuff. Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, Stephen is not joining us again tonight. He's still off doing his um, his his homework, um, which is going to be a nice segue. He's he's doing his masters. He's doing a lot of work behind the scenes, Stephen, at the moment. He's had to take a bit of a step back, and we miss you, Steve. But uh, unfortunately. Tonight you're going to miss a pretty special one where we are going to talk about some homework. Um, we're going to talk about Kid Phantom Homework, the short film. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Bengali student film about Coloman, or the I'm not sure how they're going to pronounce it over there, Coloman, um, which is their version of Phantom. Um, that's going to be the second half of the podcast. But we're going to start with um, the Paul Mason uh, produced. Oh, I'm going to get that wrong. He's, isn't he, um, director, supervisor yeah. or something? Executive. Um, it is endorsed by Fru because Glenn Ford and Renee White are the executive producers. Um, it's got Fru branding on it. It's got KFS branding on it. Um, a, a short film of Kid Phantom. How excited were you to see this come out, Jermaine? Um, 
I was very excited. Probably not as excited as my daughter. Um, and my daughter's only three, <laughs> and she loves Paw Patrol, but she was willing to stop watching Paw Patrol to watch this short film with me. Um, that was it was a very touching moment when I found out that she loves the Phantom more than Paw Patrol. Um, so awesome. yeah, um, uh, she's she's my number one favourite girl after the wife, of course. But um, <laughs> you know, she's she's in my will Perfect. now. She's in my will. Um, but no, but all, all, all seriousness, it's 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 good. Um, just to see, I guess the Phantom being in the forefront or in people's views that might not normally pick up a comic. Um, like it's a different medium, uh, different audience, um, and it's yeah, it's just it's just really good, and hopefully it's a sign of things, more things to come. Mm. So we're gonna we go we are gonna have to rip through this podcast tonight because it's gonna be a short one. We've uh, only got a, a limited number of minutes left in our bandwidth uh, for the month, so we are gonna rip through it. Just to put this into perspective, um, a lot of people will have heard whether if you're following us on Facebook or have read the um, ChroniclesChamber.com website, you'll know that this uh, film exists, and you might be thinking, well, how can I see a, an episode of this, or how can I see this film? Um, it is produced by the Griffith Film School. I was lucky enough because I'm within um, travel distance of Brisbane that I was able to get down to Brisbane and watch Kid Phantom on the big screen on its premiere night. Um, and when I was down there, lucky enough to be able to pick up a catalogue of the um, the showcase, the student films that were made that night and that were produced. There's a little, uh, in the catalogue, there's a, a bit of a Kid Phantom postcard, I guess, or the, the homework postcard. Um, with all of the, the credits on the back, and in the package was a uh, USB with the Kid Phantom film on it. Now, we're not going to spoil anything by putting this on YouTube or anything like that because Kid Phantom is going to go around the film circuit, uh, sorry, the film festival circuit, and hopefully be seen by um, the, the judges that matter and, and maybe be in line for a few awards, and we're certainly not going to spoil that. Um, we also know that there are some sorts of plans for Fru and Kid Phantom, the, the franchise, I suppose, to, to try and get this to fans in their own way. And uh, we don't want to spoil that, but we do want to perhaps tease it a little bit mm. and let you know what um, what is coming and hopefully sooner rather than later for everybody else. Um, because I was able to pick up the the uh, digital copy of it there, we I have been able to share it with Jermaine and uh, the rest of the Chronicle Chamber team and um, we're pretty excited by what we've seen. Now, what we thought we would do is um, play this together. Um, so we, this is going to require a, a level of synchronisation that I hope we're capable of. <laughs> Which at 10.30 and 12.30 on a Saturday night <laughs> will be interesting. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're both going to press play at the same time. We're going to watch Kid Phantom homework together. We're going to commentate it on it a little bit as we go and then have a conversation afterwards. So are you, you're on uh, zero, zero, zero there, are you, Jim? <laughs> yeah, I'm on zero. So count us in and we'll press play. Now, okay. let's also say this. You hear the audio? Yes. Um, yeah, so, so the, yeah. We'll, yeah, people will be able to hear the audio um we're not up to video podcasts or vodcasts or whatever at this stage, and uh, with our ugly mugs, it's probably for the best. But anyway, enjoy the sounds of Kid Phantom and us doing our um, our level best to provide some uh, form of commentary over the top of it. Okay, so you ready, mate? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. 
homework. Oh, I hated that as a kid. <laughs> I loved this um, yeah. this showing of the Skull Cave, mm. and then a little yellow bird flying through. Now, have you noticed any little Easter eggs on the wall? Oh, so many posters that mm. just have different indications. But it's such a fast-moving little clip. Yeah, it's like we're already at the little part. Um, I love... I, I like the fact that there's, it's just the sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the scream there, um, there's a there's a excitement outside the Skull Cave and Kit Jr. now, or Kit, sorry, um, <laughs> has had to throw the Phantom outfit on, um, tuck it in as he goes, and um, he's away and safe for the day. Yes. Um, I love that little bit of the tucking. So we've got a bando girl running, she's in trouble, Kid Phantom is about to uh, jump in. Like those little action red backgrounds and that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, and then even this bit here where um, like, you've got the, sh the short panels to highlight the eyes and stuff like that. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, yep. it's, a, it's a real focus on the action. Mm. There's a little uh, bit of Matrix nod. Um, <laughs> Um, I just, yeah, the, I thought the action scenes were quite good. That little bit there um, reminds me of the Jungle Book. When, um, yes. Uh, when being chased. Yeah, this is one of Gus's, my son's favourite moments. Just that, that classic, um, you're off cliff, but you're not sure that you're off a cliff yet, and then gravity kicks in in a moment later. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Road Runner or Wally Coyote and exactly. stuff like that. Um, I thought this part here, it, um, I loved it just like showing the, you know, the, the seriousness of, yes. of it, but also being proud and, and that, yes. that father-son moment and stuff like that. I thought yeah. that was just really cool. Now we must yeah. say that if you, I, at first I didn't watch it all the way to the end. I think you have to watch it all the way to the end. Um, so we're just... It's only two and a half minutes. Why were you not watching it all the way through? Because I wanted to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Abby was going, the end, the end. Let's watch again, let's watch again, let's watch again. <laughs> I love that little uh, Jungle Patrol bit. Obviously you got the fruit. Yep. And then, to be honest, this bit here, I almost liked yep. the most. Yep, just that, that little bit of action that there was after the credits mm. to go, you know, there's there's more to this. Mm. Um, and that was the, that was the takeaway for me so much was just, oh, I wish that was just the start of a of a series mm. or um, a movie maybe, but a series in particular. Like if we could get a uh, um, an animated series out of this, yeah. Um, oh, it was just magic, didn't it? Mm. So how many times did um, Gus watch it? Or has he watched uh, it? He watched, he watched it five times the night that I brought it home. Um, it, it was probably the the second... It was probably the third time, actually, where he's just really lighting up and just enjoying everything he watched. And there's probably um, three moments in particular that he got a good laugh out of. And we, we've mentioned um, those, I think, as we went through then. Um, and, I'd, and, I, and again, I'm not trying to spoil it for people, but... There's probably a good three moments there where he's just had a big laugh at what's going on. Mm. Um, how about your daughter? So, I'm, so let's just so just remind all our listeners. Gus is seven or eight. Uh, eight now, yep. Yeah, eight. And my daughter Abby is three in about twenty days. 
So, you know, basically three. So very different age sure. difference and stuff like that. But they enjoyed it very similar. Like, you know, Abby watched it three, four times. Um, you know, I, I went to get up and she's going, no, Dad, watch Phantom, watch Phantom. So I ended up giving her the phone and just continually pressing play every two and a half <laughs> moments, two and a half minutes. Um, she loved the line. She calls all big cats lines. Um, right, right. And, uh, and, and we know from the, um, yeah. the, the discussion at Oz Comic Con that it is a panther, but... <laughs> yeah, and I think the reason why she calls it all lines is because in Bali she got to feed a lion. So, okay. so, you know, every big cat is a lion, so that's where that came from. Um, probably the thing that I enjoyed the most was... we were, So we watched it, and then we went to bed, and for probably about... Like no jokes, like ten, fifteen minutes. She was telling the story of what happened to my wife, and and she was like, you could just you could just tell she was like, oh, not another one that's brainwashed, because um, <laughs> she she had she had um, just that enjoyment on the her. Defenders of the Earth, um, Phantom Twenty Forty. When we were kids. Mm. Sorry, but you, yeah, you, you cut out a bit there, so you might, could you repeat that? Uh, no, I was just, I just said that um, I think that's how you hook kids, isn't it, mm. with the with the AV stuff. For us, it was whether it was Defenders of the Earth or Phantom Twenty Forty or the Billy Zane movie. Mm. It, it's it's seeing that audio visual, seeing it come to life on the screen. Um, yes. Much as we all love the comic books, that's what can really hook the kids. Mm, definitely, like and you know. Um, like my daughter, she's a typical daughter. She likes, you know, she likes Peppa Pig, she likes Paw Patrol, Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and and stuff like that. And she's got the, she's got, you know, she's watched it on Fox, she's watched it on YouTube, she's got some of the toys that we, you know, picked up, and now she's got some of the clothes. And you know, attributing the what she's read in books, what she's seen on TV, and what she's playing with, and what she's wearing. The love for those characters are there. Mm. And so for the fan, you know, she knows about the fan. She's got a stuffed doll that she plays with that a nana made for her, which is in my fan, which is in my car, which she plays with when I, we go for a drive. She's got a little fan figurine. She's, you know, been read comics, you know, when she was in mum's belly and stuff like that so you know but seeing it in a different medium excited her and you know and and i i think it's important to have these different mediums and you know like like for Ga- like for gus the the one thing that he's probably going to remember for the next 10 20 years will be the time when paul mason came over and drew for him Are you still there, mate? So, what with Abby, it's it's important, you know. She's she's seen Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Paw Patrol, Peppa Pig, and all that. She's seen him in books. Then she's seen him on TV. Then she's got the toys. She's got the clothes, and she's enjoying. She likes these characters because they're in the different mediums. And while she's got the various Phantom paraphernalia that I've pushed on her, seeing it in a different medium like a TV or yeah. like a short film is very important for her. Oh, it makes it it makes it real in, in her world, in, in a kid's world. 
Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's a very good way of doing it because it's it's not just a book comic; it's more of that. Yeah, and look, uh, and and so from that sense, I think we're just very lucky that um, the person who happens to be the creator of Kid Phantom is also mm. someone who's in a, a lecturer position at a film school and has been able to encourage his students to to be able to create this and um, the. I, I don't. My understanding is that Paul Mason not done any of the animation for this himself. They people have used his characters and and done their own interpretations of them. And I've discussed that in the the web post that I put up in the review of it the night that I went. Um, but it's just it's um, one of the things that really stood out to me actually is that the last it, this is only a two and minute free clip I think that we've got the last thirty seconds is credits and just the sheer number of people that have worked on this even for such a little film so it does it does uh, sort of explain why perhaps these, this isn't a series um, yeah did you you saw that as well yeah it was just yeah it's amazing what goes into it especially and. To think back in the old days, especially with things like um, uh, probably Defenders of the Earth, um, where it was, you know, it was a lot. It was all done by hand. Yeah. Where, yeah, for sure. You know, this is all done by computer and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's amazing what they can do. Yeah. While we're on the credits, we should say a, a big thank you to, and I am sure this would be Paul that's put that in, but chroniclechamber.com has has got a little mention in the credits there, so we very much appreciate that. Yeah, we're not last either. <laughs> Second last. <laughs> oh, we're in front of family and friends, so that's all right. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously they, they got their priorities right. Yep. <laughs> um, so what was your what was your most favourite part about it? Oh, the smack on the nose. Um, the smack on the nose, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, there's one of the official old jungle sayings is nothing likes to get smacked on the nose and yes. or nothing likes to smack on the nose. And, and to see that in there, um, just as a bit of a, hey, look at me, let's go this way instead of going that way, um, bit of a moment. Yeah, I, I got a giggle out of that myself. What about mm-hmm. you? Um. I probably don't have a most favourite. I've got like the like the smack of the nose. I like the chase, where he's you know going through it. But I also like the bit where he grabs the costume and then runs off. And so as he's grabbing it, you know it it's like that they use that effect of that to go to the next scene as well. So mm-hmm. I thought that was quite good as well. Um, but yeah, it was it was very well done. Um, you know, looking forward to more. So. Paul, you need to make sure they don't get snuffled up by uh, Pixar or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. And, um, make sure they just get back in their little uh, hutch and keep tuning out things like this because um, you're competing against things like Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig and, you know, yep. we can't have that. Yep. Jacob Mackay, who I think has been fairly central to the whole thing um, in terms of character design and... Uh, um, sound design and editor, and uh, it's just you know one of the, one of the central um, producers of this thing, um, and who I met on the night when we were down there. Um, I really hope that Fru uh, snap him up and go right. You're now in charge of the AV division of Fru. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yeah, it's no, it's 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 a promise. It's a promising start. Like I'm not sure if this is going to become a regular thing. Or whatever. Um, no, I, I think at 
this stage, we have to assume that it won't be. I, I don't yeah. think there's any way we can we can think that it will. Be. It, it's a it's a student film, you know. Um, mm. It's been produced as a university assignment essentially, and uh, these guys are getting graded on it. There's an awards night and all the rest of it. Um, it'll get entered in film festivals, and hopefully at some stage, however they do it, um, this will be seen by fandom fans around the world, and uh, we'll go. We'll go broader. So, looking forward to to having um, a, a, a wider range of people have a look at it and s- tell us what they think. So, you were at was it the opening night or yeah? So, what was the reaction from now? Obviously, I'm assuming you were probably the only fan there. <laughs> Correct. Um, I, I turned up in my phantom shirt and felt a little bit conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the reaction like from the oh, just, average smile? Oh, general enjoyment. It was uh, the the entire. There's probably I don't know. I guess a hundred people could fit in the in the cinema. It was on a big screen, but we were watching twelve or fifteen odd different student films that were all produced for the um, course that they'd been doing. Um, Kid Phantom was just one of those. Everyone in the room, I think, was probably one of the students or family of the students. So they just enjoyed the wide variety there. There was a couple of laughs that came out of this one. Um, but it, it probably wasn't the favourite film, to be honest, of, of yeah. everybody on the night. One of the other ones really got quite a lot of laughs and um, a huge applause at the end. Everyone clapped at the end of each film, um, including this one. But um, I think in terms of mainstream appeal, if all 15 of those films, for instance, were to go um, mainstream, which one would appeal the most? Of course, I'm going to vote for this one because it's already got um, a presence and, and a certain amount of knowledge about it. I think this would one, uh, Kid Phantom Homework, would be the one that would go, uh, would be more popular globally. Hmm. No, it's, it's, it's an interesting insight. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, glad you were able to go there. And um, a huge thanks must go out to Paul Mason and the crew at Fru and stuff like that for um, allowing us to have a bit of a preview. Yeah. Um, and a bit of a look see at it. And, so and for allowing the, the students at Griffith Film School to, to use the character and, and just even open it up and say, you, you know what, use this for one of your assignments. Exactly, exactly. It shows good foresight. <laughs> um, and I'm sure through we'll reap the rewards because of it. Hmm. All right. We should move on, though, because we don't have a lot of time. And uh, we also need to look at another student film this time from Bengali, of all places. Um... <clears throat> all right, so the second film, and I can't believe I'm even saying this, the second Phantom film we've got to discuss, that we're going to do a bit of a trailer review for the um, the Bengali student film, and, and I wish I did know the university that this was coming from, but I feel like it's another film school, this time in Bengali, province of India. And uh, the story that we're talking about here is one that's called Koloman Oshoreri, and I and I have butchered that, I'm sure. I'm um, glad it's not just me that butchers it all. <laughs> this is why you've um, given the, this podcast uh, to me in terms of running it, because you just didn't want to deal with this. Um, are we going to call it Coloman from here on in? Uh, <laughs> which is the obviously the the Bengali translation for uh, for, for Phantom. Um, now this is one that we've been aware of for a little while, and if you haven't seen this one yet, the trailer's been available on YouTube for a while now. Um, it's actually late October that um, 
we posted the the story about this breaking uh, sometime very very soon the fi- do you, do you know what the release date is of the full film Jeff? last time i talked to him it was about the 23rd or the 25th of november okay so by the time this podcast comes out it will be in probably about a week or two's time yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, so, same sort of thing again. We're now going to watch the uh, the YouTube clip together. We're going to have a bit of a talk about it. This one's even shorter than um, homework, but that's to be expected because this is a trailer, and um, we're just going to be able to talk about the trailer and review what we see there. And um, <laughs> unbelievably, we're going to do a second Phantom Film Review podcast at some point in the near future where we talk about the whole film. But for now, let's talk about the trailer. Um, you ready to go with this one, Jerm? I'm ready to go with this one as well, Okay. Mate. Three, two, one, go. I love the opening credits about how, like, the, you know, like, letting people know about... Created how, by Lee Fork, yeah. Yeah, and then it's not for profit and stuff like that. Correct, yeah. Um... To be the atmosphere. Honest, yeah, the atmosphere, like with the lightning. Um, I love the fact that they've got like the typical cyberry in the thing. Yeah. Um, they're very, tr- very true in a lot of things, like with the way that Garan looks with the whole um, like the atmosphere. It's quite the jungle saying. Oh, and we've talked a lot about old jungle sayings here that they are not, and and for this one to appear 30 seconds into the trial is very promising. Right. We've seen Killaway, we've seen Scala, we've seen Gurang, um, we've seen the Oak, he's got the glasses on, yep. the, the rings, glasses on the habit. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you know, the... Let's see, I don't know, we've just died. Um, what do you think of the costume? Bit of, bit of high tech there, isn't it? Mm, I don't like the costume. I think it's high tech, but it's still... Oh, there's a skull. I know it's like a skull. The cost, like its costumes there, but it still looks like a phantom suit. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that the sci-fi fans really missed is that they they changed it too much. Where this, where these guys, they're going to release a bunch of film students. They've kept it very, very traditional, but they've mm. added the high tech. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I loved it. Very. Mm. I must admit, I was a little bit dubious at first, and then I saw some of the screenshots and and the fi- and and of the trailer, and, that. and then I saw the trailer, and it's like, yeah, this is this is going to be a fairly high, a uh, high, um, a very high quality short film, I think. Oh, look, there are still elements. There's you you can't shy away from the fact that there's still elements that smack of student film. You know, it's it, it's not a Hollywood blockbuster. There's no doubt about that. But um, it it looks, and, and I'm talking as a you know a card carrying forecast, someone who um, you know should reject new stuff, I suppose. But I'm I'm excited by the the look of this. Mm. There's, I think that they've done it well. Yeah. Um, I think that obviously the big um, difference or the key difference is that they're establishing the Phantom Dynasty. So now, so the yes. first Phantom is shipwrecked in present day and it's not 400 years ago we see the start of the dynasty not the continuation of it um what do you think of that as a concept well that was probably my 
that was probably my main concern and that was actually one of the questions I did ask him which which is in the original article and I, I mm. thought their response was quite good in the sense that it's you know they are film students they don't have a budget of a Hollywood movie or even a, an indie film um, yeah. or even a Bollywood film or anything like that. They, so in terms of creating that period costumes and those sorts of things that just was beyond reach. Yeah and so I thought when I read that, I thought, oh, that's a good point. I, 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 can, I can buy that. I can live with that. Yeah. Can you live with that? Oh, look, all all comments reserved until after I see the final product. But based on I've got room to deal with that. There's no doubt mm. about it. Um, little things like the costume that we've seen, it looks a little bit like the... Um, the inflatable costumes that you that pop up on eBay from time to time where the, the muscles are already embedded. And I think that was one of the things that was really good about the Billy Zane film is that there wasn't that muscle suit that he put on. It was it was very authentic. I've got questions about how that's going to look once it's actually on. But um, the concept of the belt with the um, LED screen or whatever, I'm keen to, to see what happens there. The eyes, the mask eyes, I like and the, eyes. I like the way the that eyes. they glow—that that's very Alex Ross. Um, the mm. way that that's come about, so I think that that could be really, really cool. And um, look, if the Phantom is a real superhero in 2017, he's going to need some of those technological advances. Um, we're not—he's not dealing with the same sort of pirates that were around in the 1930s. People have got some serious weapons and whatever going on, so he's going to need some technical equipment to, to deal with that. So what I've seen in the trailer fits within the scope of what's possible as far as I'm concerned. So mm. um, I'm, I'm, certainly, I'm certainly excited by the trailer. I'm keen to see the full film. Oh, yeah, and, and you'll remember a lot of the lore that or the mythology of the lore is still there, i.e. Shipwreck, which you mentioned, you know, his yep. father died... Um, yep. You know, the swearing the oath on the skull over the open fire. Mm, mm. And so that's all there. Um, I, I, I must admit, I got a bit of a kick out of the whole Kilawee, um, jungle saying and yes. Kilawee mentioned, and then like seeing Garan with his hat, it was just like you know, again. Well, you know, those are the things that for me as a focus, I'm like, these guys know their stuff. They they know the law. They're they're not, you know. Um, you mentioned the sci-fi phantom. They're not taking liberties. They're actually trying to incorporate it. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, like like and I I may mention of the shorts, the little brief intro written bit at the beginning. You know, they're not in it yeah. to make money. It's a um, what would you call it? It's a recognition or a, a fanboy creation of a character that has huge appeal yep. in India. Well, it openly says in the in the credits towards the end of the trailer, a fan film, and mm. a fan is spelt P-H. So once that happens, you just know that it's being done with the right spirit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I'm I'm really happy to see it. Um, I must admit, it came, kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and then when it was posted, then I guess everyone kind of jumped on. It was interesting watching their Facebook likes go from about, I think it was about 20 or 30 or something when I jumped on board to, um, you know, I think within an hour it was over 200 or something or over 100 or something like that. So, you know, 
and people were still talking about it a couple of days after we posted the you know the interview and stuff like that. So, so do you know? Do we have a, a running time yet for the full feature? Oh, I th- I don't know. From I think I've had that discussion. Um, I can't remember if it's in the original article, but no. for some reason, thirty minutes sounds right. Oh, okay. Um, See, well, that sounds good because the all of the the things we see in just that minute forty of the trailer. Um, that I was, I was hoping for twenty minutes. I feel like if this is a twenty minute clip um, or, or movie in the end, then we'll be doing well. If it's thirty, I'm going to be you know more excited. Yeah, for for some reason, thirty rings a bell. Um, I okay. could be I could be wrong. Um, I've had conversation with them for a while. They've actually sent me um, a movie poster as well, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, oh, okay, no, sorry. And we'll correct it from where we were before. At the time when I was speaking to him in late October, 17th of November was when it was going to be released. Yep. Um, I'm just going through the conversations I've had with him. So when you say they've sent you a film poster, a, a physical film poster or the digital copy? Uh, a digital copy to um, basically uh, print out for me because it was yeah, just cool. easier doing it that way. Um, uh, it's going to be dubbed in English at first, and then um, and then it will. No, sorry, it's subtitles and then dubbed. Oh, I was going to say, I I think I'd actually prefer subtitled than mm. dubbed. I'd I think I'd rather. Except that it's in a different language and have the subtitles, then have to yeah, deal with speakily Western type, um, you know, English over the top of mouths moving in different directions. Always remember, we're always remind of um, Jackie Chan. Was it Rumble in the Jungle or one yeah. of those movies? And it was just always funny. Um, no, I can't find the time on it. For some reason, I'm thinking 30 minutes, but I'm not really sure. Well, either way, um, the, the the method of release is via YouTube, and um, which is, fans which can is rest. Great. Yeah. Oh, fans can rest assured that the moment that it goes live on YouTube, we are going to publicise the heck out of it um, yes. on Chronicle Chamber um, and via all of our social medias and all the rest of it, because um, the more people that can see this, the better. I think um, the, the the production values for a student film look pretty good um, based on the trailers. So um, whether whether it stands up on a, a longer format remains to be seen, but there's certainly enough to be excited about at the moment. Exactly. I'm very excited. Um, I don't think I've seen many negative reviews either, in, including the whole swearing of the oath in 2016. So I, th- I initially thought that was going to be the sticking point for a lot of focus, but I haven't really seen much negative. I think there's just so much enthusiasm for any sort of a, um, a an audio visual for a film, and we talked about Kid Phantom. That's obviously an animation. This is live action. This yeah. is um, we haven't seen this since Billy Zane, and before that, bloody um, Tom Tyler. So oh you know, no 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 we did see the sci-fi one. I'm talking about films that we like. So <laughs> <laughs> even look, even if you count the sci-fi thing, it's ten years and only yes. three in the last sixty. So um, we, we also did get to see a uh, there's a, um, a movie trailer or a serial trailer for in the sixties, I believe, 
Um, and then there's I think there's one more as well. And then there's, uh, the, there's the Turkish movies as well. The Peter Kingston um, Fanta. Yeah, and then there's, so there's also, been there's been a um, few Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Um, Paul Hogan. Oh, I don't think we should count that. We're not going to count that. <laughs> he eats devil in the clip for crying out loud. <laughs> he, he, he's not taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so the, there's been a few, but the point is, is that there hasn't. They're, they're far and few between. Correct. All right. Well, I think that, geez, if we're not at the end of our uh, 46 minutes that we're entitled to, then we're bloody close anyway. So, um, look, very excited to be doing any sort of a film um, review, preview for people. Um, as we've said, few and far between. So, um, overall, ex- exciting couple of months to have them both come out at the same time, Jim. Very excited. Uh, as Big Kev says, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Very good. All right, well, for further updates on the, the release of the two and, and particularly how you can get a look at uh, the Kid Phantom one, um, make sure that you keep in touch with uh, chroniclechamber.com, the website there. Um, any discussions about these, you can go and have a look at the Reddit message board, reddit.com slash r slash phantomfans, fans with a ph. Um, social media, of course, whether you go on chroniclechamber.com Phantom fan page on Facebook or Phantom Collector, the group on Facebook there, um, at Chronicle Tweets on Twitter, at Chronicle Chamber on Instagram. We're all over the, well, we're around those areas. And uh, just a brief thank you to all of the Patreons who have got us this uh, 46 minutes or whatever it is we've turned this podcast into so that we can uh, we can fill our month with um, stuff for you to listen, about, uh, listen to about the Phantom. Make sure that you're subscribing to Chronicle Chamber and um, subscribing to Expand the Phantom podcast on iTunes or your Android provider so that you're keeping in touch with everything that we do. Um, once again, it's been a very busy month. Mm. By the time we've done our um, Empty Throne saga, we've done our Wally Lewis interview, we've done our Phantom Club, and I hope people have listened to that Phantom Club podcast by now. We haven't publicised yet that it was um, uh, John Henderson and Olga Kiriakov who were the special guests on that. We might have to just to get a few more people to go back and listen to that because that was a special chat as well. It's been a big month, Jim. It has been a big month, um, and I think it's going to get even bigger because we've got Christmas coming up. I've we've heard a few rumours that there might be a few little cool little items that you can buy for Christmas. Trading um, cards would you at by Christmas? I understand. Yeah, well, it said Christmas. It didn't say the year, so it could be next Christmas. Um, <laughs> this is next Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we've got we'll, we'll be reviewing this movie in a couple you know, in a couple of weeks' time as well. Yep. Um, and we've got a, another interesting couple of interviews coming up as well. So, yep. um, and meanwhile, we haven't talked comics at all oh. for for too long. So we've got a we've got a fair swathe we've got to go back and uh, look at as well. We're gonna we're probably gonna have a two hour podcast just on comics, to be honest. Oh, it's getting crazy. But um, look, oh, we're probably recording stuff that's not even going to be t- um, released now because we've gone past our our time frame. Um, Thank you Do you very reckon much. this has been our shortest podcast ever? It's hard to say by the time it gets broken up by three Skype collapses. I don't know. 
we're gonna have to patch this together and and hopefully t- if it's 46 minutes it's going to be the shortest one for a long time that's for sure <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> yeah all right well thank you very much everyone for listening again and uh we'll catch you it's it might be a little while between releases now because we can't release another podcast until after the 15th when our um our month kicks over again if you've got problems with that then make sure you're hitting us up on patreon to try and let us uh record a little bit more content um for the month and get that out to you and um, before can i just do a quick breaking news yeah it's going to be 40 minutes long 40 (laughs) all right so we just scrape in underneath the uh i'm talking about the cholam movie oh right oh okay 40 40 minutes. Yes. Oh, that's pretty good. 40 minutes. Breaking news. There you go. Excellent. So they've just responded to a message that you've typed yes. while we're here. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. All right. Well, 40-minute-long movies, 40-odd-minute-long um, podcasts, it's all coming together. It's a sign. <laughs> all right. Good on Jermaine. Thanks very much for your time again tonight, and uh, we'll – catch up with you soon um no no podcast until after the 15th of november if you've got a problem with that hit us up on patreon and uh sling us a dollar a month or something so that we can um get a little bit more phantom content up on the internet for you until then um jermaine happy phantoming happy phantoming very good 500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said I'm mad I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty And all my sons will follow me so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die The Phantom, the ghost who walks The Phantom, enemies beware The Phantom's always there But you won't find the Phantom He finds you